Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mercy Talk podcast from Mercy Multiplied, where we are passionate about empowering you with biblical principles for growing in mental, emotional, and spiritual health and equipping you to share those principles with others. I'm Melanie Wise, and joining me on this episode is the wonderful and brilliant Dr. Brooke Heels. We are in the middle of a series on Mercy Talk centered around the topic of breaking free from bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. And so far in this series, we have talked about why forgiveness matters. We have talked about the importance of grieving our hurts in the forgiveness process. And in our last episode, we talked about what forgiveness is and what it is not. And today I'm really excited because we're going to actually talk about the how. It is nice to know what forgiveness is, why it's important, all of those things. But really, none of that stuff does any good if we don't know how to walk it out. So we are really glad that you've joined us. Hope you enjoy this episode and just find it really helpful and practical. Well, Brooke, here we go again. Here we go. Let's jump on in. I okay. um, I just have to say that on this topic that we have been covering over these last few episodes, I don't know if there is mm-hmm. one. I mean, I'm sure there's other ones that would fall in this category, but I'm like, I don't know how many things have been talked about, like beat to death in the church, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without any practical takeaways than this one. It's like forgiveness, forgiveness. Correct. It's so important. Forgiveness. We have to forgive. God forgives. Forgive, forgive, forgive. And I don't I don't recall. Maybe I did and I just it went out one in one ear and out the other. But like I don't recall mm-hmm. ever having heard a teaching prior to like maybe being thirty years old on how to walk out forgiveness. Yeah. Just I've just heard yeah. about why and what, like, but not how. So, yeah, I agree. I actually heard a sermon the other day and, you know, this is how I do things. Uh, I heard a sermon the other day. It was about forgiveness. And so, of course, I judged the whole thing because I'm like, (laughs) this isn't good. We know way more than you. Oh, my gosh. Andrea. I know. Andrea. I just always imagine they're like, is someone here knowledgeable and wants to communicate <laughs> correct someone... information to us? And I'm like, it is me. Could I, I am here and I am ready. In the room. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not so, going to lie. Listen, I've thought it. I'm sure God's like, good job. I've I love that it. you're that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the expert what? in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's, it's, yeah. As long as I'm arrogant about it, you know? Yeah. And honest. Yeah, I mean, so mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, you know, and just this is my personality in general, but there's nothing that drives me crazier than hearing a teaching on something and not given the practical steps. Like, what am I supposed oh, to do? What is the plan? I've you know, because sat we've sat you. in <laughs> teachings before. I'm like, uh-uh. No, you yeah. are not about to end this teaching without telling me what I'm supposed to do. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't end it. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, so I would never do that to yeah. all of you. Our Mercy Talk listeners, I care about you too much. So, just a fun story about Melanie. We were at this it, I, this conference. It was so good. Uh, it was like, and anyway, it's pretty well known, so I won't say anything about it. But or what it was. But we were just sitting by each other, and I'm like, "Can you imagine? Like, this is so great." And they're like vision casting and saying all these things. And I look over to Melanie to affirm me, as I often do. And um, Melanie looks miserable. <laughs> you looked miserable. So miserable. You were so mad. You were like, great. 
but now what? Why are you introducing problems? And it was all about like how to think and blah, blah, blah. And so it was just, this whole idea was like to plant seeds. You were furious. <laughs> furious like I'm never and then i'm like trying to, to trying to convince you it was great <laughs> and you were like no Mm-mm. no no it, yeah because you're you, normally fire. very positive oh yeah uh-huh. i mean it lit my you fire were that not way. having it also because i feel mm-hmm. like the thoughts that were being brought up in that conference were great i was like this is all so this is these are great thoughts these are very challenging yeah. now what nothing uh-huh nothing nothing Just go home and keep I thinking think you about even wrote like why in your book yes you're like why <laughs> it was great so anyway there you go uh, yeah <laughs> so anyway brooke do Me? you want to get us yes do you want to get us started on just talking about um like let's just start talking about the uh the how like what, yeah. how do we walk this thing out we've talked about why it's important hopefully if you've been listening and following us in this series you're like okay i know why this matters and last in the last episode, you know, we just, we tried to clarify because there's a lot of just junk out there about forgiveness and what it is and what it isn't. So we really tried to clarify some of that stuff. So we're clear on the why we're clear on the what let's move forward. Yeah. And so, yeah, not to, to beat a dead horse, but yeah, I think there's just often we say the word and we don't know what it means. And so two things to remember, um, and we probably should repeat this every every episode, but just two things to remember is that forgiveness is a choice, not a feeling. Um, you know, there is a part, I'm a justice person. I like it when somebody speeds past me faster than I'm going and they get pulled over. I enjoy that. I like it. I'm not saying it's right. Just telling you how it is. So if you were also that type of person, you may really struggle with this concept. Um, but it is, it's an, an active choice, you know, to say and understand that this is about me and the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. And so this isn't about the other person and it isn't punishing them and forgiveness typically doesn't seem fair. Um, and so our feelings are usually pushing against this one. And it's also, I think the other side of that also doesn't mean though, that your feelings are like, I have to feel okay Mm -hmm. with what Mm -hmm. they did. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not the case either. And so it's, it's more nuanced than that. Well, And And, even like, I don't know, I heard this the other day and I feel like it's just worth pointing out here because I feel like even when I've shared that whole part about just like, well, there's that justice part of us that just doesn't like it, you know? And it's almost kind of like, it's this, well, that's just the human part of us. No, it's not like our God is a God of justice. And that is, a reflection of him in us, the fact that the justice part of us can struggle with this a little bit. And so I think it's not like to put shame on, oh, you know, well, you struggle with justice. No, it's a good, justice is good. It's important. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's just that sometimes that part can be so loud in us that this forgiveness thing can get really challenging. So I don't know. I just feel like pointing that out because I heard that recently, like the fact that you care about justice is actually part of the character of God. That's not something to, um, I don't know, be ashamed of, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I should point out what I'm talking about is that you maybe shouldn't be happy when people, you know, get what's coming to them as much as I am. That's all I'm There's, saying. Are, that's something, that's something. Yeah, there are degrees, but yes, it's okay to want things to be fair. Yes, right? yes. <laughs> like That's all right. Um, but forgiveness is not how that happens. That's not right. how you get them because you didn't forgive. Yep, right. And yeah. And so, yeah, thank you for, for bringing that up. It's okay. It's okay. Um, just, you know, measure, measure your levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is forgiveness 
is an active process and not a one-time prayer. Um, and again, this should be said a thousand times and I have to remember this. I think we all do. It's just part when forgiveness is a part of your life, right? Mm -hmm. It is this active thing that exists with you. You, you understand that in one moment, you know, are beginning the process of forgiving, forgiving, you know, everything's not just healed and taken care of in that moment. Or maybe you dug through it and you are, you know, you're feeling good in that season, but another season comes up mm-hmm. and things are, you know, that you couldn't have known or couldn't have understood. And then, you know, you realize, gosh, okay, there's more to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so just being okay with that, understanding it's a process, continuing to make the choice to forgive allowing the Lord to honor your obedience by healing the deeper layers and, and allowing him to help your heart shift as things, you know, as time goes on, but also on the front end, sometimes things happen that it's just going to take a while. But if you were pursuing that, right, that's what matters. I'm pursuing forgiveness with the Lord. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like whatever, but as long as you're digging in, accepting that it's a process and not just something to you know, I think we try and, and I'm going to say this carefully. I think sometimes we try and cheapen it and we want to forgive quickly mm-hmm. so we can just not mm-hmm. feel the uncomfortable feelings. Yep. Um, and unfortunately that's not usually how full healing happens. Wow. That's good. No, yep. you're so right. So, you're so right. I think that could go with every yeah. part of the like healing freedom process of like, can we just, I just want to be better. I just want to feel better. I yeah. just want to be done with all this. So can we just get it over with, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, And yeah, that's just typically not how the Lord works. Um, Yeah. And I just also think that as we talk about this practical walking out of forgiveness, we've talked about this, but I just think it bears repeating as we lead into that. Is that just forgiveness is not, it is not a natural response because like you said, for so many reasons, our own, our own feelings, our own humanity can really push push against us in it. And I think we just have to keep rem- remembering that true forgiveness requires supernatural intervention. Like it requires the Holy Spirit to be doing and working things inside of us that we cannot do for ourselves. It is not a natural response. Um, and I think if we if we think that forgiveness somehow depends on our own like willpower or our own, like you've already said, like our own feelings, which are typically all over the place, we're never going to be able to forgive. And I do think, you know, we're going to talk about this practical walking out piece, but it's, it's how you partner with the Lord in this process. I don't have the ability to shift my own heart. I just don't, but I do have the ability to put myself before the Lord and surrender the things that I'm trying to hold on to and do all of the part. Like I have my part to play in this process, but so does the Lord, so does the Holy Spirit, and I can't do their parts. And so just remembering um, in the book that we've quoted a few times throughout the series already that Lisa Turkhurst Turkhurst wrote, um, she said, Mm -hmm. I really like this quote. She said, my ability to forgive others rises and falls on this, leaning into what Jesus has already done, which allows his grace for me to flow freely through me. And and she said, forgiveness isn't an act of my determination. Forgiveness is only made possible my, by my cooperation, which I just thought was really good, good um, and helped clarify that even for me. Um, because I'm like, there is the partnering and there is the, you have to do some level of work in this process, but it is cooperating with the Lord and the Holy Spirit in the process. And so, yeah, it's while forgiveness 
is not dependent on my own strength, my own willpower. It requires a choice and it does mm-hmm. require a partnering with the Lord. So those are just, I think, good foundational like reminders to you all as we go into the how. So let's just jump into the practical steps, which as we were thinking this through and as I was writing it out, there are, there are two. There's two steps with an okay. optional <laughs> which I will share momentarily. But yeah, I mean, it's not a 10 step process. Joel's like, we just got to remember two things basically. But just two. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. So before we do the steps, though, um, you know, I think it's important that we kind of check ourselves and our heart and where we're at and ask the Lord to allow us to step in a place of humility, which is really hard to do when you're angry. Um, you know, but I think if you think of it like, okay, I am now stepping into this process of forgiveness with God. Mm -hmm. And so I'm coming to the Lord with humility, right? I'm not coming to that person that hurt me with humility. I'm coming to the Lord with humility. Um, I have to make that distinction. It is important for me. Uh, so, you know, um, you know, because it's not, then you're not getting into like justifying why you should feel the way you Mm -hmm. feel or why you're, you're right in this or why you're the good one or why you're the victim, you know, whatever it is. So if we step into it, like I'm coming into this with you, Lord, with your process. So I'm being humble before you Mm -hmm. with it. And I'm allowing you to talk to me about these, you know, these things. I really do my best to kind of visualize, frankly, and emotionally separate myself from the person. Mm Um, because I think it just keeps me, you know, angry and bitter and that's not good. And, yeah, you're right. um, yeah. And that affects other people because I can't keep that stuff in. So, uh, <laughs> no one's like wondering if I'm mad at them. They know, uh, so <laughs> it's not a mystery. Um, so anyway, so, uh, so approaching it for, you know, from that process, that place of humility is really, really important. Um, uh, so going into our first step. Our first of two and optional third, (laughs) she said, (laughs) is, you know, acknowledging to God, right? Acknowledging to God, just be clear, Mm -hmm. um, the debt, you know, and the grief and the pain and the loss that resulted. Mm -hmm. Like, actually just say, this is, Lord, this is what happened. This is how I felt or how I feel. Um, and you can, I, I think we did an episode on mm-hmm. that, right? It's the second one in the series. Yep. And so if you're like, the, what does that mean? Go hurt. back. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, and if you're listening to these out of order, you're an animal anyway. So just go back and do them in order. Um, I'm just kidding. I would never listen to any of this in order. Um, oh, <laughs> for what it's worth. And then I'd be mad that like, we'll have to go back. Like, <laughs> How dare you? Um, I'm just going to hope there's more Melanie people oh, out there than broke people. Um, So anyway, so, you know, but it is important to count the debt because the debt matters. Mm -hmm. It matters. And it's, Mm -hmm. if we're not honest about it again to God, if we're not honest about it, then, then we aren't allowing kind of all the things that can be dug up and healed to happen. You're kind of just then going to piecemeal it and it takes forever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you as a counselor, we should just like get it done, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, as much as you can, like as much (laughs) as you can, just let it, let it happen, you know? Um, And you know, in, in Lisa's book, she talks about, you know, my pain didn't need to be validated by my offender or vindicated by anyone else. It just needed to be verbalized, spoken out loud, acknowledged, mm-hmm. recognized as real and brought into the light. Just verbalizing all of the pain 
in a uh, in a list of facts brought a sense of dignity back to my world. Mm-hmm. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds so simple and ridiculous, but if you have ever, you know, really had a tough time with forgiveness, yeah. just saying it out loud because it can feel like it's like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, we just get so caught up in what will happen with that. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, the process of healing is very simple and the enemy has somehow convinced us or whatever we want to give, you know, credit to yeah. that you know, it can't be that simple and just keep it inside. And if you just put it away, you know, and, or I can think about it, but saying it out loud or even writing it out is incredibly impactful, incredibly powerful. Um, and just from a neurological standpoint too, how you process it's, it's, uh, it's an important place Mm, to start. So there's questions to process, which is just basically, I mean, I like how she said this kind of like this, uh, uh, this list of facts, right? So what happened? How did it make you feel? Um, what is the need that you wanted this person to feel that he or she failed to meet? That one's really important. Mm-hmm. That's a freedom um, prayer. Shout mm-hmm. out to freedom prayer. Yeah. It's <laughs> a question we got from it's good them. stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really important mm-hmm. because often we don't acknowledge, right? Sometimes we're mad at someone else and sometimes we're mad at the fact that we didn't have a boundary we needed to have mm-hmm. and they crossed a line that we didn't set. And so we're also pretty ticked off at ourselves too, right? Mm-hmm. Um so journal or write out however you want to talk. Just let's say write out um, any thoughts you know and feelings journaling. that you get that journal. No, yeah, right. write it out. Um, any thoughts or feelings that you have about the person and the offense, and you should also consider not just what they did in the moment, but consider the impact that it's had on you. Yeah. Big picture, yeah. right? Um, ask God to show you how the other person's actions have impacted your life. Sometimes we're angry and we don't even know why. And again, so usually that's where the insight comes into of like, well, you know what? Because I'm, I'm mad at the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I didn't set a boundary. And then also they didn't respond how I wanted them to, whatever it is. Yeah. But when God points that out, it's so gentle. And it's not like, well, see, it's really your fault. It's not that. It's actually just being honest with every layer and dynamic of that interaction and relationship and that's how healing can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not just forgiving them for what they did, but how this affected you, mm-hmm. right? Forgiving someone for being a silly goose is one thing, mm-hmm. but like for the impact on us emotionally, that's the bigger stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, I think about just like, especially for maybe, you know, childhood wounds or wounds from our, you know, our parents when we were younger. It's like, it's not just the fact that maybe you did X, Y, and Z, but because X, Y, and Z happened, I, you know, I made an agreement that authority figures can't be trusted. And that's a, that's something I've struggled with for the last 30 years because that happened. And so it's like, yeah, I, I have to not only acknowledge that my mom or dad did X, Y, Z. I also need to acknowledge the fact that because X, Y, and Z happened, I struggled trusting authority figures for 30 years that's different. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's a weightiness to that that needs to be acknowledged. It's not it's not just what happened. It's it's what I have now wrestled with and struggled with throughout my life because of that. I just think that's right. really really good to point that out. Um I'm going to I'm going to drop in this optional second step here. Mm-hmm. Because I say it's optional only because I I and I'm interested in your thoughts on this, Brooke, if you agree or disagree. I just feel like it's okay. something that not everyone can be ready. You just you may not be ready to do this part yet, depending on the person, depending okay. on the offense, depending on the impact that it's had on your life since then. It just may not be something you can just right out the gate do. Mm-hmm. And that is to just ask, ask God to show you how he sees the person who hurt you. 
Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about different offenses in my life and how when I just ask God for his perspective, sometimes I feel like it, well, okay, to clarify, you know, we always talk about how hurt people hurt people, right? And we always say, mm-hmm. that does not excuse what they did. It doesn't excuse right. it. It doesn't make it okay, but it can help explain what happened, right? And it, it can help you develop some level of compassion. <laughs> now, yeah. I do think it's very, very, very challenging to like fully forgive someone without some level of compassion. But like I said, depending on the offense, depending on when it happened, depending on the person, like this just may not be something that you can just do. I I just feel like personally, I've seen this be very, very, very impactful when I feel like God Mm -hmm. can give me some, some glimpse into how he sees the offender. But you've worked with people through through mm-hmm. some of the worst things imaginable. So I'm interested in your thoughts on that overall, or if you have any. Yeah, no, I mean, I think if I'm being really honest, the people that live have gone through the most horrible things that we, you know, won't even talk about on here mm-hmm. and that they live in the most freedom. They have done this, mm. but I do think the timing matters. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's something I love that you brought it up because I think it's something it's not talked that's not really talked about. Right. Uh, unless it's like in a manipulative way of like, well, you, you know, whatever, think about them. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Yeah. But I think that that's the te- <laughs> technical uh, jargon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but I think just have your heart open to the time when the Lord mm-hmm. is going to bring clarity to some things via your your heart being open mm-hmm. to that. And I also think it's maybe important to define compassion. Compassion doesn't mean that you're just like, you know, when you're watching a football game and then they show all the like sad puppies out in the winter cold and you like feel badly for them, right? That's not the same thing, okay? Do you know what I'm saying? Like this moved like, oh, yeah. like that's not yeah. really compassion, right? That's cheap, <laughs> cheap compassion. Yeah. But it, but it is maybe a, a, a softening or even mm-hmm. just a cognitive understanding that you can filter through without secondary emotions, if that makes any sense. And so, yeah, I don't think it's something that's like, you have to do this, but mm-hmm. I do think it's something to be open to mm-hmm. and letting God move when the time is right. Cause yeah. I mean, I think I've shared, I share that story at Empower, right? The one pastor that's been so impactful on us. I mean, he didn't do that. I mean, you know, the Lord didn't lead him through that for 30 years mm-hmm. after stuff happened. And so, you know, don't wait on it, but also it's not something to push, yep. but I'm really glad you brought it up because we never talk about yeah. it, frankly. Which is I mean, why, not we, as we've already said, process. The world. Process. It may not be, yeah. it may just be like, you know what? I am not ready to go there, but I'm right. going to keep it. I'm going to keep it <laughs> in my mind here as, as far mm-hmm. as like this being a potential, um, significant part of my breakthrough in this whole process of, of doing that. Um, okay. So that was optional step two, y'all. The last step in this whole thing is just, you know, you've named the wound, you've processed it, you've grieved it. You've maybe walked through this piece of asking God to give you some kind of just glimpse of his heart or how he sees the other person. The last piece is, is simply to make the choice to release that debt and place place them, place the other person and place the debt in, in God's hands. And there's not really, there's not any magic mantra here, y'all. I mean, you're basically, you're going to the Lord. 
You're asking for his supernatural help. This is where you just go, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm going to trust you here to start doing a move in my heart. And you're asking him to help you be free from what has happened to you, including those longer lasting effects of the hurt. That's why we always talk about like keys to freedom, you know, involves healing life's hurts, renewing the mind, choosing to forgive, right? And there's they're all woven together because part of me having to heal from the effects of the wounds is renewing my mind and breaking agreements with the things that I, you know, made agreement with when X, Y, and Z happened to me. Like they all are, they are all part of this process. Um, but then also this last step is just verbalizing Like, here's who I'm forgiving. Here's what they did. Here's how it affected me. Um, And ultimately what you're stating here is that you release them from their debt to you and place them in the Lord's hands. And Mm -hmm. I will say, you know, there's a million different ways you could go about it. Um, Lisa Turker shared in her book how she did this in counseling. I thought it was kind of interesting um, of how she worked this out, but she actually took three by five note cards and wrote out exactly what she needed to forgive like one thing per card and everything mm-hmm. i mean like literally everything that she could remember she placed all the cards side by side on the ground facing up and then she had like red felt squares and like went to every single card one by one declared her forgiveness for that specific fact and then she like put a red square or one of those felt squares on top of it which you know symbolic blood of jesus you know, covers this. And she actually said, and I thought this was interesting. I did actually really love this statement because it just, it, it kind of spoke to process, right? She said, I forgive and whatever my feelings won't yet allow for the blood of Jesus will surely cover. And she said that over every single thing, because as we have said, when you are first making these statements, your feelings may be like, heck no. (laughs) no way. We're not forgiving this. We're not forgiving, you know, like, and so she just said, I forgive. I'm making the choice. I'm not letting my feelings lead here. Um, and whatever my feelings won't allow for the blood of Jesus will surely cover. I just thought that was, I just, I really liked that statement. And, and the last thing I'll say on this piece is that part of this whole process may also include, and this goes back to that humility piece you talked about earlier, it may include you asking God to forgive you for taking his role of, you know, judging the person, judging their motives. And and really part of this might be just declaring God, like you are the only righteous judge in this. Um, And I think it just bears repeating when you do this process, are you going to immediately feel all of the anger and all of the pain and all of the questions go away? Probably not. And you can be tempted to think I did the things I did the steps. I feel like nothing has happened. Right. And we always talk about like the enemy is going to be out to convince you that this is all pointless. Like you did all these steps, you did all of this recognition and all of these things and nothing changed. My heart feels the same. My feelings are the same. And the enemy will try to convince you that nothing has changed and you're just going to be like, there's no point in continuing forward. So that's when you just have to remember exactly what you said when we started, Brooke. Forgiveness is both a decision and a process. And so you have to be so just patient and kind with yourself in that whole process and realizing that just because you don't feel an immediate shift happening in your heart doesn't mean that something significant hasn't happened. And as you continue to go about that process and continue to walk that out, there is going to be something that changes over the course of time. Yeah. I mean, that's just 
What it is. <laughs> Which is it. I mean, you know, I don't know. I was trying to think. I was like, would I put felt squares on things? Like, I don't know. But do whatever you have to do. I don't think because it's worth, it's worth. Whatever it is. It's worth yeah. the freedom and the peace and the release that you have, mm-hmm. you know, to, to walk in forgiveness. And so kind of on that note, and I know I alluded to it earlier, but it's not just like how we forgive people for past hurts, but how do we become people of forgiveness? Like, how is this? this active part of who we are and how we function because it is a daily thing. I think forgiveness, understanding how to grieve and the grieving process and understanding gratefulness, I feel like, or just this active thing that is like, am I a person of, you know, um, walking in this on a daily basis. And so that helps keep it from being so overwhelming or the hurts causing so much pain when we are just actively in that place. And, Um, you know, in keys to freedom, we talk about it. Um, and it says forgiveness is not something you do just to be free from your past. Forgiveness is a way of life. People will hurt and upset you, overlook you and let you down. You will make mistakes and let others down too. But forgiveness, it was, is what flows through your life to keep each of those painful moments from being the start of a deeper route. So while, you know, forgiving the big things is important, it's also the day-to-day forgiveness that protects our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's, a, it's, I didn't read that very well, but I'll just, you know, you y'all can get the book and check it out. But I think it's, it's just important to know that when we're walking in it, we recognize it immediately. We recognize bitterness. Mm-hmm. We recognize resentment, you know? And so, I mean, on a, on a probably daily basis, especially with the work that I do that I'm having to walk through. I don't know that I could do my job um, and not be a person of forgiveness. And and it is something I struggle with, you know, that is not something I'm great at. So I have to like work really hard mm-hmm. <laughs> to work really hard at it, but not just, you know, forgiveness for the things in my own life, because forever I thought I was really good at forgiveness, but I was really good at actually just being delusional. Um, and just being like, everything's fine. So I can mm-hmm, move on and mm-hmm. not feel, feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you, you know, you can't carry all this, all these things with other people if you're not actively walking through it because mm-hmm. you don't recognize it's, and you know, where it's, whether it's, you know, forgiveness for knowing what's out in the world or just personally what's happening in your own life. So yeah. anyway, I just, I love that line. And, and, you know, just to say this and I feel, you know, very confident in saying this. I haven't found anything else that practically walks through forgiveness the way keys to freedom does. I think I'll probably say that every podcast we ever talk about this. Um, and if I could find something, I would, uh, you know, if there was something else we list it, we happily Mm -hmm. list other resources Mm -hmm. all the time. But, um, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you're just like, ugh, just get the study because it helps walk through. I I use it all the time. Hmm. All the time, mm-hmm. you know, depending on different seasons, no matter how many times we teach this, mm-hmm. I have to pull it out and do it. Yeah. yeah. And I know we're, I feel like, you know, at some point we should be like, that's good. That's good that we use the resources we encourage others to use. You know? Yeah. I guess we just, we just don't ever arrive. No. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I think you know? I said this before our first episode of this series, um, that we had decided we were going to do this series on this topic. And I was just kind of like, mm. yeah, sure. It's great. It's important for other people to hear. And right. I don't really personally connect with this one right now that much. Like, I don't really feel like I have any. 
And as soon as I started writing, I don't even know if I can't remember if I shared this detail in our first episode that we recorded, but like I was working on this in a coffee shop and someone that Mm. I knew from years ago walked in, sat down, we started having a conversation and I'm, I literally told him that I was writing this series and, you know, I just wasn't, you know, personally really connecting with it, but whatever. And as we talked, I was like, oh no, he was, he was bringing it. It doesn't, it's, you know, boring details, but he starts recollecting some things that had happened in years ago when we were at a church together and i was like oh no i got some stuff that is coming up right now like right now and i started laughing about it with him because i was (laughs) sharing some details about some things that had gone down and i was like oh no and we started laughing he was like so maybe you do have a few things to work through and i was like yes and now that all of this content has been so fresh in my brain i am seeing it everywhere like right. I am seeing circumstances where I'm like, I'm bitter towards that person. Oh no, I've been carrying unforgiveness towards that person too. Why every time I do I when I say that person's name, do I start feeling bitterness and anger? Oh my goodness, I have unforgiveness. Like I'm seeing it everywhere. And wow. I'm like, I honestly wonder how much of my own, like you said, just were delusional. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's fine, it's fine. No. Right. They don't affect me anymore. That thing doesn't affect me anymore. Literally right before we started recording this episode today, we were talking about a circumstance from years ago where I'm like, uh-oh, yeah, looks like I still have work to do in that one too. But I literally, th- I'm just like, how much have I just kind of gotten used to this low-level bitterness towards lots of people in my life that like, I just wonder what it would be like if I was not carrying that around anymore. Right. So... Guys, I'm with y'all. There you go. I'm with y'all. We're all in this together. Please tell me <laughs> I'm not alone. Listeners, write in. Yeah. Tell us I'm not alone. Yeah. But I will just say as we wrap this specific episode up, I I loved that in Lisa Turker's book, she talked about how Jesus in the prayer, when the disciples were like, how are we supposed to pray? He mm-hmm. said, well, let me just tell you about it. And he gave us this daily prayer that says forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And she just talked about Mm -hmm. how, you know, feeling angry or offended or wronged or resentful is very different Mm -hmm. from living angry and offended and wronged and resentful. Okay. So just because you have this feeling of like, I'm offended by X, Y, and Z that happened. That's like, that's normal. It's that is very different than living. And y'all all all know that. I mean, you (laughs) I'm sure that everyone could probably recollect someone in their life where they like, they just live offended. They live skeptical. They live resentful, right? Yep. And so there's a difference. And Jesus knew that we would have those feelings. He was very aware that we were going to regularly feel those things. And so he gives us this prayer to pray every single day to get ahead of that. And, and so with you know, with confession and with forgiveness, we can actually get ahead of everything that we're going to face today. And so I love that, that she points out like Jesus knew, he knew that was going to be something we were going to live with on a daily basis. And so he, he gave us this prayer to pray so that we could get ahead of it. We could live as you've already shared, live as a forgiving people um, and how that will just give us life and freedom. And that's the whole point. And so we hope friends, that this conversation was helpful for you today. We hope, 
I hope very much that it was practical for you that you're like, oh my goodness, I know how to do this. I can go walk this out now. And and so I just am really, really praying that that was the result of this specific episode. And as always, we um, would just ask that if, if the content in these podcasts has been helpful for you, please go in, rate the show, write a review wherever it is that you listen. It just gets this, uh, this podcast to more people. And if you have any thoughts or questions about anything that we have discussed, if you're struggling or if you just want to be like, hey, Melanie, you're not alone. I'm with you let us know. You can email us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And you can find out more about our organization at mercymultiplied.com, or you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. 